Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I am your host, Mindy Fink from HP. Well, today we are going to discuss the many options you have to purchase a HP DesignJet printer. Should you lease or should you own a DesignJet? We have a special guest with us from HP Financial Services to discuss HPFS leasing and why that may make sense for your purchase. We will also discuss the difference in just purchasing a design jet or leasing or just paying for what you actually print. Yes, there are options to just pay for what you print. Everyone has different printing needs, and we want to discuss the many ways that will allow you to have a printer on site to do your own in-house printing and make sure it makes sense for your own financial needs. Let's face it, there's a huge time and cost savings by doing your own instant printing with your own fingertips and as you heard on several of our other previous podcasts, it is quite easy to do so. As always, we have our expert, Eddie Anderson, with us. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Oh, hey, Mindy. You know, I'm doing great. And thanks for asking. You know, this episode is going to be a good one because we get the chance to talk about something important before owning a wide format printer. And as you were saying, you know, it's about the ways to get an HP wide format printer in-house for your business. Now, I'm more about the printers themselves, and I can talk all day long about the wonderful things that our HP Design Jets and PageWise can do. But purchasing decisions, well, when it comes to owning or leasing a big piece of office equipment like a Design Jet or a PageWide, uh, it's not quite in my wheelhouse. So for that, we have brought in an expert from HP Financial Services to give us insight into this important decision making concept. And as Mindy was saying, Joining us today from HP Enterprises is Brad. And Brad, thanks for joining us today. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Eddie, Mindy, I'm uh, very excited to be with you both today. Uh, a little bit about myself. I am the HPFS Print Program Manager. Um, so what that entails is I support about 500 or so HP print partners across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, I've been with HPFS for about three and a half years, but I've been in the print leasing space for uh, about 17. Um, and I am located in Chicago. Uh, my terrible accent didn't uh, give that away already. Uh, <laughs> happily disclose that. And uh, let you know I'm a, a huge Cubs fan, so very happy to have uh, baseball right around the corner. We love accents. So welcome. And we are so glad that you are here to talk about all the different financing options HPFS has to help our customers print in-house with their very own large format printer, which in hopes will save them time and money. So let's dive in. Brad, can you tell us about the flexible financing options? Absolutely. So um, naturally, customers, the first decision-making point for them really is, are they going to purchase or are they going to finance? Um, historically, a lot of companies have purchased print assets. Um, every day, we're seeing that change more and more with companies starting to move to leasing. 
And the first decision point they have to make uh, when it comes to leasing is do they want to go with a fair market value structure or a dollar out structure? Um, so the primary difference between the two with a dollar out uh, scenario, the customer will own the asset at the end of their three, four or five year term. Uh, mm -hmm. Title will automatically transfer to them um, or as opposed to a FMV, which is fair market value structure, um, where they'll make payments for three, four or five years. They do not automatically own the asset at the end. They do have some different options on the back end, which we'll discuss uh, later. And the key difference to know about the two, other than ownership at the end, is the fact a FMV lease is going to give lower monthly payments. Uh, the dollar out will be slightly higher. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, what are the key benefits for a customer to look at? leasing versus paying cash for a printer and supplies. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a saying out there, Eddie, that I've, uh, that I'm, I'm very fond of, and it's not just because I'm the guy selling leasing, but it goes, uh, if, if an asset appreciates, you buy it. If it depreciates, you lease it. And in essence, yeah, you know, and in essence, what the saying means is, you know, use your cash for something that can drive top line revenue or that you can use to invest back in your business. Um, for example, let's say uh, one of your customers has decided to procure a new design jet. Uh, mm -hmm. if, if they lease the asset, they're able to hold on to that, say, fifteen dollars or $20,000 in cash. And in turn, they can use that cash to invest back in the business. Um, some, some ways we've seen customers use that that excess cash uh to invest back in their business is say like a marketing campaign mm -hmm. some companies have put together commercials for radio or generated a you know a billboard we've seen uh perhaps they could hire a resource a part-time resource or maybe attempt to make cold calls all to you know drive more sales for them oh yeah that makes sense yeah um you know one, one more a uh, couple of customers that we've seen they uh, they'll incent their sales reps, so they'll actually take these monies that they've been able to hold on to and put together a sales promo for their sales team. Again, there's no wrong answer. Uh, what they can do with this extra money, you know, as far as investing back into their company. Right, right. So, Brad, what is the minimum purchase price allowed for an HPFS lease? Absolutely. So we started at thousand um, dollars. That would be the minimum deal size. And then in addition to that, um, we have flexibility going forward. So one of your customers decides on a specific make and model, um, but today does not have a need for an additional feature on that asset. They can mm -hmm. just go with the base model today. And then down the road, if they pick up a new account and have their needs change, we can add on uh, an accessory to it and simply have them authorize you know another lease stock and their lease payment will go up a little bit um but the takeaway there is you know, once they have the device we can easily add on to it and we can work around their business needs from a from a leasing perspective that's awesome okay. so brad is leasing becoming more popular during this new world we live in absolutely why is that 
You know, I think there's a lot of reasons, but primarily um, it's due to uncertainty. Uh, uncertainty around today's business environment. Companies are looking to hold on to cash more than ever. It's really hard for companies to forecast six, 12, 12 months out, two years out, right? Um, and the saying goes, you know, cash is king. So companies want to hold on to that working capital as much as they can, right. uh, which which is leading companies to financing when they historically have not. Um, you know, in addition, uh, HP Financial Services, we have some programs designed to work around these customer cash flow needs. Uh, for example, seasonal payments. So if customers are really busy, say, in November and December or on the holidays, we can set up a structure where they might want to make their annual payment then and they're covered for the rest of the year. Or we can set up a 90-day deferred program where they can uh, obtain equipment today, uh, use it to start generating revenue for themselves, and then make not start making payments to us for three months. That's wonderful. I love all the different options. So in these unique times, I mean, how are customers buying behaviors changing? You know, from our perspective, uh, we're seeing customers are just looking at any and all avenues to improve their cash flow. Um, We see it on a a weekly basis where companies are just fundamentally having to change their model and things that they have never contemplated in the past, such as maybe bringing printing in-house or leasing are now being looked at. Um, some companies always, has, you know, their culture was, we pay cash for everything, so we're going to pay cash for this. Well, that's no longer the case. So we just see buying behavior changing that everything is now uh, on the table and being considered. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. It helps with the uh, juggling act of running your business. Mm-hmm. And with that said, what are some of the unique offers or programs our customers may be interested in? Absolutely. I was waiting for you to ask that, Eddie. Um, ah. <laughs> one one program that we've been having a, a lot of success with and customers really seem interested in is we call it our payment relief program. And what that is, is the customer for the first eight months of the lease, they, their monthly payment is simply 1% of the equipment purchase price. So easy math, if the customer uh, procures a $10,000 solution, for the first eight months, they're only gonna pay $100. And then starting in, yeah, yeah. And then uh, starting in month nine, that payment will step up for the rest of the term. Um, Thought behind that, you know, again, the same theme uh, around cash flow. It gives customers the ability to really minimize their cash flow for the next eight months uh, until hopefully the world gets somewhat back to normal or whatever our new normal may be. It uh, it, it just gives them the ability to again lower their their uh, you know monthly spend. Um, right. And it, in addition, a second program I, I hit on it a little bit earlier, but it's our uh, ninety day deferred program where they can obtain equipment today and not make any payments for three months. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a pretty good uh, deal right there. Now, will this reduce the total cost of ownership? You know, it can, Eddie. It, uh, it depends on the exact structure that you go with. But for an FMV um, deal that's structured over three years, it is, we offer a less than 0% rate. 
So the, if the total cost of the equipment, again, I'll stay with $10,000, they can acquire the equipment, use it for three years, and their monthly payments are going to add up to less than the $10,000 purchase price. So yes, for our, our three-year oh, wow. program, it, it is much less than um, purchasing, and it, it does lower their total cost of ownership. Um, so yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. That, that's so cool. So at the end of it, what happens at the end of a contractual period? So another good question. So at, at the end of the term, and again, our terms are typically three, four or five years, uh, really based on the customer needs, um, needs being, you know, what they want their monthly payment to be, how long they plan on keeping the device. But um, we set these up for three, four or five years. And then if they go with a dollar out structure, uh, mm-hmm. At the end of their three, four, five-year term, we simply turn off the invoicing and title automatically transfers to them. So it's a seamless process on the back end for dollar out. For FMV, which is fair market value, they mm-hmm. have three different options. So at the end of the FMV term, uh, they can simply return the assets to us, and that ends their obligation. They can purchase the asset from us, or they can refinance the purchase price at that point. So if, um, let's say, again, I'll stay with the $10,000 example. If after Mm -hmm. three years, uh, the purchase price might be, and I'm just making up a number here, say three or $4,000, they can refinance that uh, fair market value amount and take it out for another say six months. So um, there's there's three options there. And that's why a lot of customers end up going with the FMV model because as I mentioned earlier, it gives them a lower monthly payment and it really keeps their options open on the back end. Um, right. Well, and not to be biased, but they're going to like the designs yet so much that they want to keep it around. More than likely. That's true. Just saying. <laughs> that's, that's true. Or if... <laughs> If their business needs change or technology changes, say they might land a new customer or get into a new market and they want to upgrade to a bigger device, it gives them the option to send that one back and acquire a new one. The key there is it just they have the flexibility, right? Um, You know, if they buy it, they own it forever. Uh, But leasing, you know, it, it gives them total flexibility. And keeps a really low monthly payment for them. Yeah, I love the option that they can get the latest and greatest with these different flexible options. So, Brad, um, you know, I continue to hear cash is king. Can you briefly summarize what this would specifically mean for our customers from a leasing perspective? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it means you know today more than ever, your customers have a need to, to hold on to working capital. Uh, having cash on ha- hand gives them options when it comes to running their business. So if, if a company is able to hold on to their cash and get the, the newest, uh, most you know, productive HP equipment, it's really a win-win for them and their business. I agree. Right. Oh, yeah, I agree too. Well, Brad, um, thanks so much for enlightening us today and sharing with us briefly the many options customers have with getting wider format printing done in-house. I hope this podcast gives the listeners more to help them with on their decision-making and understanding the benefits between leasing and owning 
an HP DesignJet or PageWide printer. Now that you know about these options that HP has to offer, I urge you to reach out to your reseller and start a dialogue with them and discover the benefits your company gets from leasing, continually leasing or leasing to own or purchasing. And thanks again, Mindy, too, for another insightful episode of Wide Format Print Lab. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Brad. And as always, thank you, Eddie. To our listeners, thank you for tuning into today's podcast. We hope this podcast was helpful for you, and we did our job by providing several ways for you to purchase or finance your very own HP large format printer. We have local HP resellers in your area that may provide options for you to just place a printer at your home or in your business and just allow you to pay for only what you print. So as you can see, there are many options for you to be able to print in-house Please join us for our next podcast where we will discuss big prints and big scans. We will discuss our lineup of wide format scanning equipment from standalone scanners to MFP devices. If you are excited to learn more and can't wait, please check out our HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP Cash In and Trade Up promotion.